Good afternoon, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll get an update on the province's cereal harvest. Also, we'll check in with agriculture in the classroom Canada, and out first in today's country comment. I'll talk with Manitoba Beef Producers General Manager Carson Callum. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. The federal government has announced an initial list of designated regions across the prairies where livestock tax deferral has been authorized for 2022 due to extreme weather conditions. A good portion of southern Manitoba is included in that list. Carson Callum is general manager of Manitoba Beef Producers. It's a good announcement. Uh, Of note, though, uh, these designated regions that are eligible for the livestock tax deferral this year, um, this is just the initial list. Uh, Later in the year, they will reevaluate and and determine if any areas need to be added um, due to uh, weather-related impacts uh, that may cause a significant um, sell-off in in producers' herds. And just talk about the benefit to uh, producers. Yeah, so effectively, if they had to sell um, a, you know, a larger portion of their herd more than their usual annual marketings, um, they're obviously going to have some tax implications with that. So being able to defer some of that income into a year where uh, they may have purchased some of those animals back to offset that and not have uh, uh, such a great tax implication um, is really the benefit of the program. So, um yeah, it really helps in those years where, like last year, where there was a great deal of sell-off due to drought. And what are the some of the eligibility requirements? You had to have um, sold at least 15% uh, of your herd, uh, of your breeding stock, um, to be able to um, qualify for the livestock tax deferral and defer some of that income. Of note, though, this is just related to the breeding herd and both... Um, Provincial Cattle Associations, as well as the Canadian Cattle Association, has has been advocating for quite some time to expand uh, this program into under other classes of cattle. You know, backgrounding, for example, because uh, they're also impacted by um, having to sell off as a result of feed shortages. Now, in Manitoba, it's quite a large area that uh, that's eligible. Do you think a lot of producers will will be eligible for this uh, program? Or? Yeah, I think uh, it's a pretty big swath if you you know if you look at the map of current designated regions. But I encourage producers if they're not in a region that is currently eligible and they feel the weather um, uh, you know weather patterns has led to um, some increased sell off in their area to contact our RM and and. Um, Annually, we encourage producers to take part in the Agroclimate Impact Reporter, which is on the Government of Canada website. Um, this helps um, with programs like this, so the government is aware of you know current um, impacts uh, of, of weather or climate uh, in certain areas. So it's important to report that um, from your farm perspective. That was Carson Callum, General Manager of Manitoba Beef Producers. The federal government has announced an initial list of designated regions across the prairies where livestock tax deferral has been authorized for 2022. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. The winter cereals harvest is nearing completion, and Kirk is a cereals specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Average yields for fall rye range from about 75 to 90 bushels per acre. And we are seeing higher uh, average yields with the um, hybrid fall rye crops. Uh, for winter wheat, we're seeing average yields about 60 to 70 bushels per acre. 
for fall rye, we are seeing some higher levels of ergot, so conditions were good for development of ergot this year. And then in, for winter wheat, we are seeing some higher levels of fusarium in certain regions of the province as well. And with lots of heat in the forecast, farmers are gearing up for a busy weekend. Justine Cornelson with Brett Young says much of the canola crop is near the swath timing stage. Seems like this week everyone brought the swather out, um, just traveling around the province a little bit. And yeah, things are they're coming down. I actually saw come across a few fields that were ready to be uh, straight cut already and, and growers were in there. So things are moving and, and this heat this week or into the next two weeks should really help progress things. Manitoba Agriculture is reporting that yields on canola in the southwest region near Melita were at 40 to 45 bushels per acre. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Thursday, September 1st. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll check in with Agriculture in the Classroom Canada. Agriculture in the Classroom Canada has launched an expanded version of its resource library for educators. I got the details from education specialist Melissa Galay. So we're super excited to announce a brand new and improved uh, resource library. So we know that it's back to school time and teachers are busy getting prepared for another year of learning. And obviously at Agriculture in the Classroom, we really want students and teachers to be exploring and learning more about agriculture and food. And so we want to make that easy for them um, through our digital resources and activities. Tell us a bit more about the resources and what's available for teachers. Yes, we have over 500 free um, resources that are available across Canada. And, of course, they're linked to the various curriculums, whether you're a kindergarten teacher on Prince Edward Island or if you're a high school teacher in BC, there's definitely resources and activities that are available for you to download with just a click of a button. Um, You know, any of our Egg in the Classroom Canada resources, as well as the resources developed by our provincial member organizations are up there, Uh, videos, storybooks, uh, any type of activities that teachers are wanting to do with their students, there's there's something there for them. Talk a bit more about the topics that are available and, um, you know, is this for all grades? Yep, you bet. So materials available from K to 12 and uh, there's 500 resources, which we know is a lot and there's more than that coming. And so uh, users, once you create a free account, you're able to filter through those by subject, by grade, topic, um, or even the resource type. So you can get really specific about what you're looking for. Um, You know, if you want to learn about the environment at grade five, you can filter to that. If you want to learn about soil, you can filter for that at any grade and, and subject level. So we're trying to make it really easy, and we just we know teachers are busy, um, and so we want to make sure that we make it easy for them to learn about agriculture. How important is it to have these resources available for teachers? It's so so important. Uh, you know, we I've said it I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We just know that teachers have so much on the go, and so. If we, if we want them and their students to be learning about, about food and where their food comes from and Canadian agriculture and, and how important we feel that is, uh, we just really want them to be able to take those resources, those lesson plans, those activities, and just pick them up and use them in their classroom. And so uh, we also know that it has to be connected to curriculum for teachers to use it. And so we've, we've you know, agriculture, it applies through all subjects and, and topics. And so that's, it's an easy thing for us to do to connect it to curriculum. And uh, you've also made some changes to the Egg in the Classroom uh, dashboard, um, you know, for teachers to register for different programs. Uh, Tell us about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So some more exciting um, things coming in the future, but some of our provinces have already hooked it up so that uh, any of the any of the programs that you're accessing through your your same account on that resource library, um, 
Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. Hopefully by March we'll be able to sign up teachers through there. Little Green Thumbs, you know, some of our other flagship programs are accessible through the platform as well. You know, with most uh, most schools returning um, to normal here this school year, um, for Ag in the Classroom, does that mean, uh, you know, more in-person events here for the upcoming year? Yeah, absolutely. Most of our provincial member organizations are getting geared up and ready for in-person programming and and field trips and classroom presentations, and that's just so exciting for us to be back in classrooms with students. We're just really um, always grateful for our partners who continue to rise and support the projects that we're working on, and um, extended funding from the Canadian Canola Growers Association has been absolutely uh, essential for us to launch this updated resource library. So just a huge thank you to CCGA for just being such a champion to our, our vision here at Agriculture in the Classroom Canada. That was Melissa Golay, Education Specialist with Agriculture in the Classroom Canada. The organization has launched an expanded version of its resource library for educators. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Reunion days at the Pemina Thresherman's Museum takes place September 2nd and 3rd. Fall on the farm takes place September 5th at the Mennonite Heritage Village in Steinbach. The Cultivate Sustainability Conference and Trade Show is planned for September 7th at the RBC Convention Centre in Winnipeg. And looking ahead, the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association is hosting its 5th Annual Regenerative Agriculture Conference November 14th and 15th in Brandon. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Thursday afternoon. The province's winter cereals harvest is wrapping up. We got an update from Ann Kirk, a cereal specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Fall rye harvest, we have uh, yields, average yields for fall rye range from about 75 to 90 bushels per acre. And we are seeing higher uh, average yields with the um, hybrid fall rye crops. Uh, for winter wheat, we're seeing average yields about 60 to 70 bushels per acre. Uh, for fall rye, we are seeing some higher levels of ergot, so conditions were good for development of ergot this year. And then in, for winter wheat, we are seeing some higher levels of fusarium in certain regions of the province as well. And uh, what have you been hearing, you know, in terms of um, farmers looking to uh, seed those crops again this year? Yeah, I haven't heard too much in terms of, like, projected acres, but I, am, I have heard that there will be some strong demand for uh, fall rye again this year. Um, so we have seen acres of fall rye increase in recent years. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many, how much is planted. And really seeding is is starting, um, you know, any time around now. We're at the end of August now with uh, winter cereal harvest nearly wrapped up. Compared to a normal year, you know, where does that stand? Yeah, well, just an average across the province, like the five-year average for harvest progression is about 39% by this time. Um, and this year it's at 3% across the province. So we are seeing um, harvest being fairly late this year. Uh, it's, you know, we, we have had good weather throughout the season or throughout the summer, um, but, you know, that late seeding, and then also it's just taken a while for some of these crops to dry down. So that's delayed harvest a bit as well. And, uh, yeah, just talk a bit more about, uh, you know, spring wheat, how the crop is uh, progressing. Yeah, the spring wheat's looking good. Um, so there has been some minimal uh, harvest across the province, mostly in the central region where we've estimated about 5% of the spring wheat harvest has completed. Uh, but we do expect that spring wheat harvest will really ramp up this week and into the weekend. Um, the, a lot of the crop is, you know, physiologically mature. Uh, it just has to dry down a bit before harvest is ready. So, yeah, I expect we'll see a lot of uh, spring wheat harvest this week. Have you heard of any early yield results yet? Or? 
Um, yeah, for yields, you know, we're seeing about that yield reports are about 70 to 75 bushels per acre in the central region where, um, you know, that's where the majority of the crop has been harvested. Um, and we're seeing protein ranging from about 12.5 to 14.8% uh, with good test weights as well. Uh, in terms of fusarium, I know there's been some concern of fusarium this year. We have seen moderately higher fusarium damaged kernels than recent years, uh, but generally low uh, down levels with most of the wheat grading number one. How about the uh, barley crop? Yeah, the barley crop, uh, there has been, you know, quite a bit of uh, barley harvest as well. Uh, typically on uh, some of the malt varieties that would have been uh, planted and harvested a bit earlier. Uh, I don't have a good yield estimate uh, for barley right now, but but yeah, we are seeing some of the barley start to be harvested. And we're seeing some oats uh, being swathed as well? Yeah, so we have seen more oats swathing this year, uh, you know, just to try and uh, dry down that crop a bit quicker. And we are seeing some harvest in the central region, particularly for oats. We're seeing about 1% or less than 1% of oats harvested across the province. Same with, same with barley. Um, in the central region, yields for oats are reporting about 150 to 170 bushels per acre with good test weights. So, um, but, you know, there still are lots of oats standing uh, that aren't quite ready for swathing or harvest yet. That was Ann Kirk, cereal specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Much of Manitoba's canola crop has entered swath timing. Justine Cornelson is with Brett Young. I think a lot of acres are going to end up being swathed just based on how late seeding was within the province, um, but then also crop variability. So dropping it down in the swath kind of allows that everything to mature and um, it's just an easier way to kind of keep a control on it and, and I think to help split up the, the harvest season, um, right? You know, a lot of those fall cereals have come off already. Bulk of our crops are all going to be kind of done around the same time this year. So putting a few things down in the swath just kind of helps push it in the right direction. Manitoba Agriculture says the earliest canola fields are being harvested in the Winkler area this week and average yields are slightly less than expected at 50 to 55 bushels per acre. Later crops are expected to surpass those numbers. And a good portion of the province's spring wheat crop is ripe, but waiting for dry down. Ann Kirk is a cereal specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Spring wheat's looking good. Um, so there has been some minimal uh, harvest across the province, mostly in the central region where we've estimated about 5% of the spring wheat harvest has completed. Uh, but we do expect that spring wheat harvest will really ramp up this week and into the weekend. Um, the, a lot of the crop is, you know, physiologically mature, just has to dry down a bit before harvest is ready. So, yeah, I expect we'll see a lot of uh, spring wheat harvest this week. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, the farm desk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing number is with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll chat with Clean Farms Executive Director Barry Friesen. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.